everybody. Uh, welcome, and I want to welcome you all to episode six of the Brookline Bugle podcast. And today I have the pleasure of a brand new employee that uh, has come into the Brookline fold, and that's Benson Bradley, who's a new Regional Dean of Allied Health. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. Thanks for the welcome. I like when I get it right the first time. Um, again, he's uh, uh, fairly new to the Brookline fold, and I thought it'd be a, a nice uh, welcome to introduce him to everybody and uh, get to know a little bit uh, about uh, backgrounds, so on and so forth, so forth, philosophy, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the ways I like to start these off is I like to get to know a little more about you personally. Okay. Uh, you know, maybe a little bit about your background, what uh, what you like to do, hobbies, those types of things. Sounds so I'll good. turn it over to you. Oh, okay. All right, let's see. Well, my background, I'll go very personal first, and then I'll jump there you into go. my... Uh, but I am a father. I have three adult I guess children. Mm-hmm. I still call them that because they probably will be even when they turn fifty. Yeah. But yeah, still asking for money, right? <laughs> hey, always. <laughs> but uh, right there are thirty, twenty-five, and my daughter is the last of the bunch, and she's she'll be twenty-one next year. So cool. Yeah, okay. Those are my three adults' uh, children. Yeah. And let's see. I've grew up in Detroit. I was born and raised in All Detroit, right. Michigan. And I left there when I was 20 and moved to Atlanta, Georgia. And I stayed there for a couple of decades. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I moved to the West Coast uh, not too long ago. And uh, in in the Phoenix area, I moved in uh, about a month before COVID. Oh, okay. So this West Coast is Uh, new to me, uh, just a couple of years. Yeah. But I'm loving the weather. Yeah, and, uh, you can stand the heat. I can stand the heat. All right, I can walk outside without busting into a sweat as yeah. we do in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. And so it, it's different, but I, I love this West Coast weather. So that's a little about, a bit about me personally. Okay, uh, as far as you know, professional. You know, I've been uh, as you know, as you already introduced me as the mm-hmm. regional dean of Ally Health. As far as my skill in Ally Health, I've. Uh, Worked as a as surgical technologist. I I'm a veteran, yep. so I was trained in the military. Right, actually, in the middle of my high school years, I started basic training. In my after my junior year of high school, it was called a split training option back in the 1900s. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember those days. Yeah, right. And uh, and so I did basic training between my yeah. junior and senior year. Oh, that's cool. And then after I graduated from high school, I went. It became what they call it in the Army as an operating room technician. Okay. In the civilian world, we call it a surgical Surge technologist. Tech. Yep. And so I did receive my training there. I ended up getting my first job when I moved to Atlanta a couple of years later. And I'm still, you know, certified. I still function at capacity. So I always tell uh, people when they talk about my surgical technology background, is that I've been a surgical technologist again since the 1900s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, but along the way, I've been, yeah. been to school, have several degrees. You know, I always wanted to teach. Yeah. Wanted to be a doctor back in the day. And so, uh, and one of the reasons I wanted to become a doctor was so I can actually teach uh, others in the field. So, yeah. you know, education has always been what I wanted to do. And I'm glad that after all these years, I'm still engaged, still loving and still want to continue to pursue 
uh, education wherever I can. Well, good, because I know two of our campuses, Tempe and Tucson, both have surge tech programs along with sterile processing, which they kind of go hand in hand yes. to, to a great degree. Um, so that I know that they're going to welcome that background, uh, you know, in helping to guide and lead those programs. And, of course, uh, here at the, the Phoenix campus, our allied health programs, we have specialty programs, and then right. we have our diploma programs, right? That's and uh, this, is a, this is my first foray in working with diploma students okay. um, in, in, in my higher ed career, and I've, I find it rewarding. Uh, it, it's, it can be challenging because there's a lot of uh, things that uh, you, you may have to deal with that you, you know, with uh, somebody getting their master's degree, you're not right. going to. Uh, talk to me a little bit about your philosophy with regard to uh, those students. You know, this may be their first foray into right. something. Uh, you know, they may not have had the, the most stellar high school career. You know, they didn't go right to ASU or wherever, but they want to do something better with their lives. So tell me how you uh, view that student and your philosophy in, in helping guide them to success. Okay. Uh, the, when I first started in the, the educational realm, in reference to teaching in a college, mm -hmm. it was, again, a couple of decades ago, and it was in Georgia. I ended up teaching in a rural part of Atlanta called, it's a city called Griffin. And so okay. we had those, a, a lot of uh, minorities, a lot of uh, first generational, right. um, first generation uh, students, some who parents never gradu graduated from high school or, mm -hmm. you know, any of that. And so that was my first foray into education, having to uh, be involved with students who this is somewhat new to them in their families. So I learned very early in my career that you have to be a motivator. You have to get them to trust you and build a relationship because they like all of us have a lot of things going on in their personal life. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's, e it's easier for them to give up and go back to what they're familiar with, really with their family. Is. Yeah. And so what we had to do is just get them to really believe and trust in us to understand that we really do want the best for them. And as long as they can do that, then, you know, we're here to help them help themselves. And, yeah. and that's how my philosophy is along that way. That is, uh, I am a Christian. Yeah. So, you know, part of that is being, uh, you know, uh, always talk and, and operate in the capacity of love. Good. You know, and that is, uh, you know, uh, one of my favorite scriptures, you know, uh, comes from Luke twenty two thirty six, And that's, uh, they asked Jesus, hey, what's the greatest commandment of all? <laughs> and uh, they were trying to test him. And he said, look, well, you know, love your neighbor. I mean, love God with your heart, mind, yeah. uh, soul, your body, and love your neighbor as yourself. And so I function in that way. You right. know, I function in love. I function in a way that will do it, it, those who want to do better. I'm there for them. Those who don't know to do better, I'm there to encourage them. And, um, and so I'm, I'm, just always like to function in that capacity. And that's servant leadership role. Servant leadership. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that transitions well to my, what I was going to ask next. And, and uh, as, the, as the regional dean, um, you have, uh, you know, basically operational functionality with all the, you know, uh, on-site faculty, program directors, so on and so forth. Right. And that requires 
like we were just talking about, you know, uh, a, a, a certain degree of, uh, of compassion, leadership, right. empathy, um, but then uh, accountability. So talk to me a little bit about that side of it, you know, and not the student side, but how you how you want to lead your people and what are your goals in, in increasing the viability uh, and functionality of all the uh, allied health programs for Brookline? Okay. Well, you hit on one, and that's yeah. accountability. That I'm a big proponent of that. Uh, the other is expectations and understanding the expectations that you, we should have as faculty, making sure that the students understand the expectations that sh- they should have in the classes and in the program that they're pursuing and the responsibilities and accountability they will have after that towards the patients that they're going to serve. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so I, I move and function in that way. That's the way in reference to uh, making sure that the programs and faculties are functioning at high capacity is really, I mean, to be, and I can go on and on, but yeah. those are the two, you know, those are accountability and expectations. And then just functioning in, with good ethics, you know, you know, treat others, you would want to treat yourself yeah. or how you would want to be treated. And so, you know, if we just function in that way, yeah. knowing that we come here to work, so work in a high, you know, you know what, high expectations and, and excellence and, you know, and attitude reflects leadership. And so when we're, when you're a leader in a class and you're functioning in that way, if you're coming to class on time, if not early, if you're coming prepared, if you come dressed correctly, mm-hmm. then guess what? Those simple things will permeate to the students, right. to the students. And they will also function in the same way, you know, and so that way they can represent you as you represent yourself well, as we're representing the company, as we're being advocate advocates for the uh, patients that we're going to serve. Uh, and so, you know, that's that's important to me. That's that's good, because whenever I go to the doctor's office, whether I go to whatever, I always observe, you know, the medical assistants, right. you know, the, the folks that, that take you back to the room the first room you know right and take your blood pressure take you know and 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 i always uh, i always kind of evaluate their their soft skills <laughs> that's right you know i mean anybody can throw a blood pressure cuff on and and do that uh but i i always talk to uh new students that are coming in about the soft skills right. um and why i feel that that they're so important out there in the industry and while you're learning you know because it's not always something that's innate that is right true. so uh talk to me uh, i think i know the answer but i'm going to ask the question <laughs> anyway uh with with your philosophy with the importance of of these kids coming out with uh the human side the soft skill side and, and uh and what your philosophy is on on uh on, on how we better equip them to understand the importance I'm going to mess up this quote, but <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> but it's uh, I believe it's from Theodore Roosevelt, and it, and it goes along this line, and that is, people don't care about what you know; they care about the fact that you care. Yeah, and, and so that right there, yeah, when you again teach that to the students, you know, and let, remind them that they were also a patient at some point, because yes. again, we are dealing with Ally Health. Yeah, you know, and so. You know, when uh, they were 
uh, patients before. They have parents that were patients before. They have children that, if they have any, that will, you know, uh, uh, be patients at some point. Yeah. We, you know, again, how we deal with those people when we're out as as caregivers, we have to remember that now we're about to be those caregivers as well. We're training to towards that, that goal to be a caregiver. And so... You know, just try to always remember that, you know, uh, w- work with in compassion, work with empathy. Yeah. You know, if we in this ally health profession, I've been here for a long time. And, you know, after a while, we are so um, we get so caught up in the systematic process of what we do that we forget about the compassion side of the patient yeah. that we're caring for. And again, that goes back to the classroom and it goes back to making sure that we make sure that the students can remember that we are really dealing with people and that yeah. we can have a positive impact as they come in and they're, they're coming into the healthcare place to have a change. Yeah. What we want them to do is leave in a positive, with a positive change or at least with a different attitude and have a different perspective on the healing process for what they came there yeah. to see. And, and oftentimes in a state of vulnerability, yes. you know, they, they, oh, yeah. they don't want to be there. Never. You know, <laughs> no one wants to be there. You know, I just, I just chopped myself up with a hedge trimmer. Oh, Last thing I wanted to do exactly. was, was deal with that. Uh, but, but it is important. I, 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 I cite, uh, the, uh, one of the medical assistants at, at uh, you know, the person that's working with my hand. Right, right. And, you know, I have a really sarcastic sense of humor, very dry sense of humor. And so, the, and I remember that, okay. you know, because so did she. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it, it, it creates that personal bond that you can, you can have some conversations with them about and, and uh, it makes a, makes the time a little, little more pleasant. That is true. And you like know. you said, and like you said, the vulnerability that yeah. they have, that's why you really do have to have that trust. Yeah. You know, and, and, and we build it in the classroom. Is no different than the trust you have to build with your patients and the clients out it's in the a, profession. Yeah, absolutely. You have to build that relationship of tr- and have it be with trust. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, awesome, awesome. I I, I know that uh, uh, you're you're still new. I think this is your first week. It is <laughs> and, almost and, almost. And, and, <laughs> but I, I felt it was so important to uh, to get you in here because this is a key role. And I guess I want to know <clears throat> from your perspective, you know, sometimes we come in here with 30, 60, 90 day plans, whatever, you know, we want to do. What do you think that you can bring to Brookline in the next 30, 60, 90 days that's really going to positively impact uh the allied health programs at all levels, whether that's in, in leadership, uh, the student outcomes, whatever that, that, what, what, what is it that you're going to bring to the table that's really going to uh, move that, move that needle a little bit? That's a very good question. You know, the only thing I know I can bring is myself and that, yeah. which I have already done yes. that. Yeah, you have. And so, and so some of the strengths that I have, I, I want to make sure, see that, it can align with what is needed here. Like I yeah. have uh, organiza- organizational skills. That's something that is one of my strengths. You know, uh, systematic order, you know, uh, making sure that things are aligned. You know, I mean, even something as simple as uh, something like everybody wearing uniforms. Yes. You know, everybody, all the classrooms are the same. You know, what you, you know, just like 
you just mentioned, you know, when you went to the doctor and they, yeah. you you remember the compassion. I mean, yeah. the, you know, the conversation and the yeah. camaraderie you had with the, the uh, people that you had there. You know, you want the same thing here. You want the students to be able to go from one class to the other and knowing that it's the same. You know, there's no, is everybody's treated the same. All the, the teachers are on the same page. Yep. You know, the, the, the instructions uh, and the, how you deliver is the same. Even something as simple as campus or, you know, yeah. or, you know, you know, I know we, I, I'm a, t- I'm a teacher, you know, by a, again, you know, that's my background. And so teachers, we love to have our autonomy. <laughs> we love to be able to call the shots yeah. in the classroom and do all of that. But when you are, yeah. what, what you find out over the years is that teamwork makes the dream work, as yeah. they say. And it really is true. And so to have consistency um, uh, within the school um, from one class to the other, from one program to the other, it really shows and tell, and, and the students can see that. Yeah. You know, they, they come in, perhaps maybe the only thing they know is from the household. And they may only know that, hey, if I want something, I go to dad. And if he says no, I go to mom. She may say yes or something like yep. that. Yeah. But some parents actually are always on the same page. And they know that if they go to one, it's like going to the other. It doesn't really matter. That's what it should be like. And that's what one of the things I want to bring is that is to make sure that everybody's in sync. Everybody understands that we have to provide expectations mm-hmm. and actually follow through with all of those. And and that we have a camaraderie among all the programs. Yes, we have a lot of different programs. Yep. But one thing that is in common is that we all have allied health professions that we are uh, want expectations, high expectations for yes. our graduates. Have compassion for the patients that we're going to deal with after that, you know, that the students are going to uh, uh, deal with. And, and so I would like to create some of those kind of things and bring organization within that. You know, it's 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 a process. It is. And it's, it's so important. And my goal has always been to leave this place much better yes. than when I found it. Right. I, I, I tell that to my boss a lot. I said, you know, when you when you put me out to pasture, I want the next guy to come in and That's say, right. oh, OK, things aren't. Things aren't too bad, exactly. right? And uh, I, I, I really have enjoyed our, our first week here because I think we, we share a lot of commonality in terms of uh, improving the process for the students, the faculty, whomever that may be, right? right? Yes. Uh, with with these with these programs, uh, I got. You know, I, I remember when I was uh, in the Air Force, I used to. Uh, uh, go into the surgical suite and, and take pictures <laughs> oh, yeah. for them. I remember standing on the stool and thinking, I hope I don't drop this camera. <laughs> oh, yeah, we would have got to you. Oh, yes. Believe me, you were being watched like a hawk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that For some reason, that you know, your surge tech background brought that, brought that into the focus. So, yeah, I, oh, I hope I don't drop this camera. <laughs> It, it would be, you know, oh, that's yeah. when a patient's that. really vulnerable. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, I do appreciate it's coming about uh, uh, the end of the show, but I really do appreciate you, you coming on board. And do you have any parting shots for me? Um, just I know you said, what else can I, you know, yeah. you asked about the things that I can bring. And, and, uh, and of course, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty because after yeah. the meeting, I'll be, oh my God, I could have thought said this or yeah. that. You know, I could have bored with a student and learn the outcomes yeah. and you know all these you know the, the the outcomes that I would like because that is very important but everything I said in reference to those things 
it, it all it's still to me, no matter what I say, it will go back to knowing that we are this is not math. Yeah. You know, this isn't engineering. Yeah. You know, this uh and, and no disrespect to anything to right. that, you know, but we are here to service people. Yeah. We are here to be patient advocates and like I'll, I'll go to the OR. If my mom or my child was on the bed, yeah. on the OR table, I would want to know that the people who are the patient caregivers who are helping my mom, they know what they're doing. They yep. have skills. They actually love what they're doing. Yeah. And, the, and everybody in that room is working as a team. Yep. And yep. so uh, the parting shots, I guess, is that, you know, I, I hope that I can also leave. This place one day. I hope, yep. I'm hoping. I mean, I I feel. I know this is just the fourth day, but it feels like <laughs> home already to me. Good. Well, I, so I'm glad I, to I'm, hear I'm, that. I'm hoping and praying yeah. to have a long tenure. Here. Yeah. But I will. I would love to know that when I leave here. Yeah. One day that I could have you know love and people could say that I improved it and I show how you know if they didn't have compassion and know what that was that yep. I showed a different version. And a what, different type of what compassion. What that means. It, what it means mixed with professionalism. Good, yeah. good. Well, you've got some good partners, hopefully. Uh, with uh, Hopefully with myself and my, my peers out there, we, we, I think we all share, share some common ground there. Yes. So, again, thank you so much, uh, Benson. Uh, again, this is Benson Bradley. He's a new yes. regional dean of, uh, of uh, Allied Health for Brookline College. And the music is starting now. Okay. So I guess it's time to sign off. Well, and thank you. you have a wonderful day. And you thank too, you man. so much. And thanks for representing. Uh, thank you for your service. I see your blue on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Have a great one.